0: doo doobie doo Hello, welcome to Ethical Quandaries. I'm Jessica Valdstra. And I'm Denise Thompson. And guess what, guys? We finished another season of Ethical Quandaries, another 15. Is it a season? I'm going with season. Ba-ba-da-ba-ba-ba. a season. It's an EQ rewind. <laughs> and so today we talk about some of the feedback, some of the interesting things that have happened since we've talked about the subjects, all of that. And we try to figure out Jessica's notes <laughs> because I thought the word incredulous was incarcerate. Yeah. Couldn't figure that out. <laughs> so it should be fun. It should be a really fun episode. <laughs> so. We started off this season, we're just going to go with season, with, we have the Meats or Dewey, which we had Joshua guest star, and he was kind of incredulous, which is where the incredulous incarcerated debacle came from, about our not eating beef or pork. And Denise had some judgy statements to say about Walmart cheese. I was really judgy mm-hmm. about Walmart cheese, but... It was only a few minutes later I was eating my words that were just recorded. (laughs) Literally about 20 minutes after we recorded the episode, I made myself a chicken burger and put some Walmart cheese on it. Because Mike buys cheese at Walmart. Yeah. When I Mm -hmm. asked the question, who buys cheese at Walmart... The answer is Mike. Mike buys cheese at Walmart. And I partake in cheese from Walmart without really knowing that I was eating cheese from Walmart. So it was fresh in my head. I went into the fridge, grabbed a big slice of cheese from Walmart, slapped it on my burger. Yes. So we know the answer to that question now. I eat cheese from Walmart. I do. Then our second episode was Woe to Sessions. I think this was the first episode that I actually cried during recording. So there's that. I got kind of passionate. But you know, we we tended to keep that passion about Sessions throughout our. Uh, Who doesn't want to cry when they talk about <laughs> Jeff Sessions? <laughs> Sorry. Our episodes, and we're pretty judgy about him. He's kind of he's kind of a, a Jeff Sessiony, full of Jeffness. She's EQ's, trying to read her. He's memory. not EQ's <laughs> favorite person. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I felt this way about a person. We feel strongly about him because he'll come up in other episodes. We'll mention. <laughs> yeah, what in the world? But we talked about how he said, you know, we should we should just follow the law blindly, and because dis, it's we, biblical. We strongly disagreed with that. But we also got some feedback from people who soon after our episode posted that the United Methodist Church, the church that Jeff Sessions belonged to, several hundred members had filed a complaint against him. He had some church discipline against him due to his statements. So that was interesting. Yes, it was. It was interesting because I'm trying to eat my Halloween candy really quietly, so I'm leaning far away from the mic. We've been, we've been also told that we need to lean into the mic. We've We've changed the way we have recorded this um, We've left our closet. Yes. We we were in a tiny little closet with a really old computer and Patrick has graciously allowed us to use his laptop because we've done a lot of Skype interviews. So since then our sound quality we've noticed has gotten better. But the last one it was a little hard and he's like, You guys gotta lean into the mic, so we're trying to lean into the mic. Except for we when she Halloween candy. Yes. And we're also or drinking wine. Mm-hmm. Or LaCroix. Yeah. Or any other... Or beer. Like all those things we're drinking right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Almond Joy, Reese's Pieces, wine, LaCroix, and beer. In my stay sexy, don't get murdered (laughs) glass. Because we're podcast nerds. Okay. Back to the subject... So we're trying to lean into the mic, but we also have a big, nice living room, and so we banished the animals and the men into other parts of the house. Yep. They are now hiding in closets. <laughs> and we're in the living room. But our sound quality, I, I feel like, has gotten a little bit better since then. A little bit. And we still have things to work on. Yep. So then our third episode was By the Homeless a Beer, and Denise and I recorded that one in a group. Like, we had recorded, like, several in a day, and... We were just, I was just holding on to that one for a week that we didn't have anything because I didn't really want to put it on because I felt like it was really depressing. It was so depressing. <laughs> and I didn't listen to it for a really long time because I didn't want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was really depressing. I didn't feel like we were having fun that day. I feel like we were just, at that point, we were just, just trying like to get some stuff done and we were tired and we wanted. It's summertime in Alaska, mm-hmm. and like we said, this one lasted a really long time, Ooh. and we're still kind of recovering. Yeah, I feel like we're still into it. Like, this week, we had three events. So, yeah, we had people over on Monday. We had a event on Wednesday for Halloween. We had an event on Thursday for work. We're going to have an event for Sunday for Outlander. I mean, like, this is how our weeks go, and it's Seems like it hasn't stopped. And I'm not complaining. (laughs) No, no. I mean, it's great to see everybody. I feel like we've seen everybody way more this year. But, you know, it was tough to record that day. And and I think it showed, unfortunately. And, you know, when you're trying to do a comedy podcast about homelessness, (laughs) it's hard. (laughs) So the next episode was on July 4th. And it was about whether or not the Declaration of Independence was ethical. And we brought up Jess Sessions mm-hmm. again. Again. <laughs> it's just our theme now. We noticed that that we started bringing him up. Yeah. He's kind of like the antithesis of ethical quandaries. I also happened to find an excellent photo um, taken about seven years ago of Denise and I standing with somebody dressed as a founding father just randomly in our photos. So that was awesome. Why not? I remember going up to the dude, too, and I was Mm -hmm. just like... We're like, we need a picture with you. (laughs) I need a picture with you. And now I look back and think, why did I need a picture with that guy? And it was for future podcasting (laughs) pleasure. And I don't think we even knew what a podcast was back then. But, you know, gotta have these things. The next episode, which was super fun, was Proverbs 31. (laughs) A to-do list, question mark. I enjoyed the article you found with the Proverbs 31 man, or Proverbs 32 man, whatever it was, in front of the waterfall, gorgeous <laughs> hipstery guy in front of a waterfall, because it's so, so much like how the Proverbs 31 Pinterest memes were. And, yes. And when you put it on a man, it seems ridiculous. Yeah. And it, just for future, if you put something on a, a man and it seems ridiculous, maybe we not put it on women, but you know, it's just, just an idea. You'll get backlash for that one. I'm sure I will. So then the next one was no college sex or tattoos. And we got a lot of shock and outrage and, like, just amazement. A lot of unbelief response. (laughs) Like, does this thing actually exist on the internet? Is this, like, the Flat Earthers? What is this? (laughs) Yeah, like, people didn't realize. And I think I talked about that a little bit. It was shocking. I didn't feel like that was still going on you try to live outside of that and so it doesn't feel (laughs) it doesn't feel like real (laughs) and then you realize it is real Mm -hmm. there are people that believe this way there are people that teach this way and there are people that like live this way Mm -hmm. so it was disbelief from a lot of people and I did get quite a bit of feedback on that one people Mm Thinking it was satire. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of people like, are you sure this isn't satire? I'm like, read the rest of her stuff. Dude, it just, it isn't, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unless her whole blog is satire. (laughs) Then the next episode we had was Men Are Not Polar Bears. And I think that needs to go on a mug. I think so, too. And we've been mentioning it a lot, because I feel like it it comes up a lot. Like, like you're blamed if you treat men like human beings. And like So you treat them like dangerous animals. And then you're blamed because you're treating men humans like dangerous animals. So you can't win. No. You're gonna be blamed and like told you're doing it wrong no matter what. And we talked about Binky. Yay <laughs> from Culture in the Nineteen Nineties Alaska. You <laughs> like to bring him up. Then the next one was uh Thieves bitten nose causing schadenfreude the idea that a lot of people a lot of christians were getting joy out of a thief's nose being bitten off and whether or not the feeling of glee at that was ethical we got feedback that people felt that it was completely ethical (laughs) and that god had a sense of humor that was one thing we were told that well god has a sense of humor and I might disagree with that a little bit that, I mean, I think God does have a sense of humor because we have sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And, and we're created so, in his image. Exactly. But I don't necessarily think God finds humor in people getting hurt. Right. But we do. <laughs> like, it gives you that bubbling feeling in your chest where That's you just kind of because I think We want a sense of justice and we're built for that in a way. And so that feels like justice. I think that humans are built for a sense of justice because we are created in her image. So, yeah. Anyways, the thief nose Bitten. We basically heard, yes, it's funny. God <laughs> thinks it's funny. The, all the feedback we had was, yes, it's ethical to think that's hilarious. The next one was all the things when we talked about a bunch of different subjects, just little ones that we couldn't devote a whole episode to because it was like a, like a yes or no. But I talked about the fact that you shouldn't steal pens from a bank unless it's, like, a promotional pen, like, with a name on it and they're giving them out. But how I had actually run off with the bank, um... And I couldn't think of what the word was for those things, but my dear <laughs> brother informed me that he had also ran off with the bank capsule which is funny is the reason we know that it's called a capsule what? is because she was we're recording this and she's like what was what is that, is thing what is that thing again <laughs> what is that and she just keeps doing the hand motions which how do you do a hand motion for, for a capsule? capsule so i'm like oh well let me find where he wrote us about that and he and put he, it in big letters which i've never noticed before <laughs> so he writes jessica i've taken the bank capsule in all caps three times in my life. So you're not the only one. Your brother has also stolen it three times. Uh-huh. But then he proceeds to go on and say that he is always yelling the answers to the words he can't remember <laughs> in his truck when he's by himself. We've had actually several people say that they forget that they're not in, like, people who are really close to us forget that they're not in conversation with us and answer us, like, try to insert themselves into the conversation and realize that they're listening to a recording. And several people say that they felt like, oh, well, I just spent time with you and then realize they haven't. They were just listening to the podcast. And we realize <laughs> we get a lot of words wrong mm-hmm. and we're okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> just write us, tell us how wrong we are. We'll put it, bring or, you up all, in the next In all caps, what word we're missing. <laughs> He's a sly one, because I did literally have to scroll back yeah. to September 15th, <laughs> when he wrote to us about it. Oh, where were we? We were talking about all the things and the capsule. Which you which have- I wrote. I wrote on my list in the capsule. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> That's how bad your handwriting yeah. is. That's terrible. Um, okay. Then our next one was Angie the Atheist, and it was our first one on Skype. And we had a lot of fun doing that. We got some comments that people enjoyed the laughter, like it was obvious that we were good friends. And then also people who we'd approached before and said, you know, hey, you want to be on this uh, podcast felt a lot more comfortable after hearing that one because... We weren't going to attack them, possibly. Because (laughs) her beliefs are different than hers. (laughs) We're not so scary anymore. We made them feel a little bit more comfortable. (laughs) That's our intention. Our intention is never to attack a guest unless, you know, it's Joshua, and then we can just be a little pushy, because he's pushy Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, what else about that one? That one was our most popular by far. As of this episode, we have 166 listens to that one. Everyone wants to listen to an atheist. Everyone wants to listen to Angie. Maybe it's because it's such a catchy little tune. Yeah, it's a catchy little uh, title. Yes. Yeah. It's funny because it's what she didn't want to be known as, but, you know, now she is. <laughs> Forever. To be known. <laughs> oh. I'll get you a t-shirt. The next one was on dress codes. And I kind of went over some of the dress codes at the school that I grew up in. And interestingly enough, I have a relative that works at the school. And they wrote me after they listened to the podcast and mentioned that the dress code that I was talking about was also enforced for employees, which I thought was interesting, and asked her what she thought about that. And she said it was really actually kind of hard to accomplish mm. because she, if she's a relative of mine, we're very well endowed. <laughs> and sometimes it's hard to not have cleavage Right. in any shirt. So it's hard for Curvier girls to be modest according to the world's standards. Yes. And after that I there was something that kind of happened on my social media. A girl I went to high school with shared a picture of her stepdaughter in a dress that she was wearing for a school dance and it was a full long sleeved dress that went down to like mid calf, I think. It did have a slit that went to the knee, but it was a full covering dress. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, long sleeves, not real scoop neck, but her stepdaughter is a curvier, like I would say 12 year old mm-hmm. probably. And Curvy for 12. The comments mm-hmm. uh, underneath her picture, and she looked just beautiful and she looked professional and she looked put together because it was like a career day slash dance at the end of the day. And she looked so good. And the comments were... I was in disbelief. I actually did text Angie the atheist <laughs> to see if she was noticing it also because it w- it blew my mind. So the only reason that poor girl got told by many people that I went to high school with to put a sweater on was because she was curvy. So mm. it was kind of sad because there was absolutely yeah. nothing wrong so with. So she the dress. was being body shaped by adults. Oh yeah, adult men. Ugh. Oh. Not okay, dudes. And they all laughed at it. Oh, it's horrible. So, anyways, yes, yeah, so this is just another example of how being curvy is a little bit harder to be considered modest. <laughs> anyways, what was the next one? Justin Schneider. Oh, I'm still mad about this dude. Yeah, we're going to vote and put our anger into action. But we can vote against Judge Corey, who was the judge who allowed the sentence. He took the plea, to mm-hmm. it, instead of rejecting it. And it was a bunch of problems. It wasn't just Judge Corey, but Judge Corey did have responsibility in it, and he's the only one we can vote for. Yeah, vote in against. the state of Alaska, the DA is not a voting mm-hmm. position, so we can't vote, it, vote on that. And the law, they've already decided to work on it with the legislature, so that is. Being taken care of. Oh, so one of the things that came out after we talked about it was the fact that the victim did contact the Don't Know One Corey Facebook group, and she let them know that she had had the same two phone numbers the whole time, and she had an email, and not, none of those things were contacted before the plea deal was accepted. They contacted her the day after. Yeah. And so they had So the they had the information. The whole time they were like, Well, the victim can't be found. They basically blamed her for this plea deal being taken. And the whole time she was available, she was there. The detective had contact with her. She had two phone numbers and an email, and none of these were reached. So a couple of attorneys offered to take her case pro bono to sue. And I think that she should. Yeah. I don't I'm not huge on you She know, does have a pro bono, uh, bono attorney at the you know, point. And yeah. she's still anonymous, mm-hmm. which is, is her, her choice. Her choice, yeah. Um, but there's also a GoFundMe for her. But yeah, if you live in the state and you listen to this before voting, vote no for Judge Corey. Yes, it wasn't 100% his responsibility, but it was partially his responsibility. And He had all the power he to had, stop it. He had the power to stop it at that point. It was a bad law and a bad prosecutor's decision, but he is a check and balance in that situation. And he did not... Put a check on that and say, no, this is egregious and this guy tried to kill this woman for his sexual gratification and this is not okay. So Vote no on Corey. And we also got a few cute pictures from a listener that said that she still chikes, but she's prepared and had a little picture of her with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> Our next couple episodes were uh, with Mid Toker. On cannabis consumption, ethical cannabis consumption. I would say that I really liked part 2 mm-hmm. That really was my part, my favorite as well. Part one was good, but I really liked part two because I, I felt like we had a really good time. Yeah, I thought I, – I was actually nervous because Midtoker is another podcaster and he, like, knows what he's doing. And I was actually <laughs> nervous about trying to, like, get set up and, like, thinking about one of my questions. So I think that we didn't get off to, like, a super fast start. But part two was great. Got into some really good things. Got into personal stuff. Got into some funny stories. But there was one thing that we totally did missed out and completely yeah. missed. We I think at the beginning we said we'll get back to that, and mm-hmm. then we actually never did. Yeah, so. a listener wanted to know about taxation of marijuana, where it goes to, what it, what you know what it looks like, and so the first year that we had taxation of marijuana, the state brought in one point five million dollars. The second year, the fiscal year two thousand eighteen. It was $11 million, and they're looking at next year it being $19 million. So every year, it's just going up exponentially. Half of that goes to preventing recidivism, preventing criminals from recommitting crimes, um, including domestic violence and sexual assault. Then the other half just goes into a general fund. Next year, they're looking at 25% of that going into marijuana education, And then, you know. Do you just look at your notes and roll your eyes? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So next year goes to 25% of that will go into marijuana, educational, and the other 25% will go into general funds. So, but that's a lot of money that they're bringing in. It is a lot of money. And it all has to be in cash too, because you can't put. Can't use the bank. Bank, because it's federal. Only state allows it. So. Yeah. It's an interesting little tidbit of knowledge. (laughs) <laughs> what are you looking for there? Can I, I help you? <laughs> Industry. Well, it's an an inter- interesting inter- industry. <laughs> That's what you're looking for. Yes. That one was also, unfortunately, the hardest to edit. I was sweating buckets editing that because we had put a test on and... Um, Angie the Atheist, the Skype, was, like, loud and clear. It was beautiful. It was great. And I mean, then there was just a little bit. We were, like, oh, we can improve on that. A little, little bit. bit. Yeah, so we are like, okay, so let's improve on this. Let's then we listened to, like, we always do a sound test. And it was great. It was fine. No we problem. We stick mid on there, and it sounded beautiful. It sounded great. And then when I got the recording, it was just. Mid was muffled through the whole thing, so every single thing he said, I had to increase and amplify a noise reduction, and, and like it was like every ten minutes, took me like two hours to edit. It was a nightmare. But we now know to like do a multiple sound checks with Skype. It's a oh. learning process. It definitely is. And then the next one, last, oh, last one, one was last week was Halloween. Yeah. And we talked about growing up without celebrating Halloween, and then we went to a Halloween party on Halloween night that the invite said to wear costumes. And, and our listener, a listener of ours, I know she's listening. She, she put it her in the invite. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> and we showed up in costume, and no one else was in costume. Yeah, so we were the three in costume. But costume. I got to be, like, my drama nerd self, so. Yes, mm-hmm. so we wore a costume. And, yeah, I got to talk to some other people there about halloween and i mean i noticed that it's still going pretty strong in the evangelical Mm -hmm. faith to not let your kids dress up for halloween or um, enjoy it in any way possible Mm -hmm. Yeah. like and i kind of implore these parents out there like don't do that to your kids (laughs) because you might have a kid like me that really resents you for it later (laughs) in life Also got a text from my nephew about carving pumpkins with my father, and that resentment came to the surface because your dad was a master pumpkin fixer-upper dentist. Master, he was a master pumpkin dentist, is what my nephew said. He had accidentally broke a tooth off on, and my and my dad had fixed it probably with a toothpick. Mm -hmm. You know how you fix pumpkin's pumpkins. teeth, (laughs) Um, and yeah, and and you were mad. I was mad. You wanted to ask your nephew to ask him why he never did that with you. <laughs> I would never do that but you to didn't. poor little <laughs> But yeah. So that's basically our EQ Rewind. Yeah. We had a lot of fun this season. We did skip quite a few weeks because it was summertime and apparently Forgive the us. craziest fall ever. But we are excited about our future. We've got several upcoming Guest speakers planned, and some interesting topics. And if you ever want a topic for us to discuss, you can email us. And if you go on Patreon and donate there, you can actually pick out a topic, or you can ask us a question, or you can even... Come on the show and run the whole thing. I think we're actually also going to be going on the road this winter Mm -hmm. and heading down to another town in Alaska and doing a show down there. With one of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah, we need to get down there. We haven't had a chance. I, I went down there once by this year yourself. but but you were gone so got a chance to see one of our patreon subscribers in but we haven't gotten a chance to connect and i think it would be really good so if you get a chance and you want to be part of eq you can, there's an opportunity for you what is our ethical product this week it is chantique la it's c-a-n-t-i-q l-a like Los Angeles. Their products are made in Los Angeles. There's also custom-made products that you can get. Check them out on Instagram. It's a lingerie company. It is a lingerie (laughs) company. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And they do a lot of body positivity. Their Instagram is not just super skinny, one-size models. Their Instagram is models of all shapes, sizes, races, and genders. And so, like, there is... Something for everyone that will fit everyone on there. And everyone is beautiful. So they... Their bralettes are adorable. Mm-hmm. And they also have nursing bralettes. They have basically something for everyone. And they have kind of a unique look. They have a lot of kind of like strappy things. Yeah. Whenever it comes up on my Instagram, I totally know who did it. It's a, a very unique style. But they're made in LA. You can get custom products. And I just enjoy scrolling through and seeing... Women of just every size, color, in beautiful lingerie, and just not just seeing one type of woman. Yes, they're very cute. Yeah. So um, check them out, Chantique LA, or it's Chantique Los Angeles on Instagram. So thank you for joining us here at Ethical Quandaries, a podcast where we have a lot of questions but no answers,
1: and And we're we're judging judging you anyway. anyway.
0: Technical support and photography by Tip Kingsley. Consultation by Mid Toker. Production music by EpidemicSound.com. Editing by me, Jessica Veldström. If you have an ethical quandary or a comment, you can email us at outlook.com. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Remember, if you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And support our work at Patreon.com.